Hi, and welcome to the Essential Tennis Podcast, your place for free, expert tennis instruction that can truly help you improve your game. Welcome to episode number 372 of the Essential Tennis Podcast. Today we'll be talking about the six-step match anxiety cure. If you're a tennis player and you compete and you have nerves or anxiety or tightness or tension that just throws you off your game and decreases your performance, you become a completely different player in matches and you're in practice, so on and so forth, then this is exactly the right episode for you. Or if you just want to maximize your your performance during matches, I highly recommend listening to this full episode. This kind of piggybacks a little bit off of episode 369, which uh, I believe was called The Truth About Being Nervous or something, something like that. We're just going to touch on that topic very briefly today. And this whole conversation has been near and dear to my heart recently because I've been playing a lot more matches. I've set up matches on purpose that are super high like stakes and high pressure, at least externally, for me to play with just kind of a lot riding on it <laughs> socially and uh, professionally if, if you, you know, want to think about it that way in terms of of being a content creator and, and being in the YouTube kind of tennis match space. So we're going to dive right into this. These six different things are basically my thought process. When I feel nerves, when I feel anxiety, this is the mental kind of, I, I just recently sat down and just kind of wrote these things out. Like this is, this is the way that my, my kind of mental journey that I've been on each time that I've been really nervous about a match. And that's what I'm going to start with. I'm going to read a couple quotes here about tennis players being nervous. Okay. Three different quotes. These are from tennis players that you know who they are, and I'll tell you who they are. Here's quote number one. Today, before the final, I was really nervous like never before. I was shaking in the locker. When we started five minutes before the match talking, the last few things with Magnus, my coach, I started to cry. I was completely shaking. This is a quote from Stan Wawrinka talking about his pre-match talk with his coach before the final of the U.S. Open in 2016 against Djokovic. Now, Stan went on to win this match after being in that mental state before the match. So that's that's quote number one. Uh, Quote number two, I do get nervous and I'm happy that I do for the big occasions because it means that I care. It's not like going through the motions, like being careless. That would be a horrible feeling. So this tennis player saying that he's really glad, he's kind of like has relief that he does get nervous because what would be really terrible is if he did not have those feelings because that would mean that he just didn't really want to be there. So that's, that's Roger Federer talking about being nervous during matches. And here's the final one. Every time I go out for a first match, I get so nervous. I still get the butterflies. Even if I have a match point, sometimes I get nervous and I have to say, calm down, you can do this, just relax. So that is a quote from Serena Williams. So three, I mean, two of the greatest tennis players of all time. And then, you know, Vavrinka 
uh, one of the few people who who's won a Grand Slam on the ATP side of things in the last like 15 years. These are all tennis players who are elite, who we tend to kind of perceive as infallible and almost kind of machine-like. They feel all the same things we do, and probably to a much greater degree because they're on a much, much bigger scale than we are. It's much more you know, impactful whether they win or lose. It's their, it's their career. It's their livelihood. But the, my first message to you, if you struggle with nerves or anxiety, is that being nervous is completely normal. In fact, if you read Roger Federer's quote, you should, in a sense, be relieved that those nerves are there. It means that this is an important thing to you. You've worked hard. And it's something that, of course, it matters. Of course, it matters to you. Like, if you're listening to me right now, you, please understand you're, you're a little weird. as a tennis player. Not many tennis players listen to a tennis improvement audio podcast. Just by just by the fact that you're listening to me right now, you've already self-selected as somebody who takes the game of tennis very, very seriously. And you've probably invested a great amount of time and energy and effort and and money, blood, sweat, and tears into the game. So when you go challenge yourself and play a match, of course you're going to feel that tension. Of course, it's a normal thing. So this isn't even, this isn't even my first point of the six, but I, I have to start here because there's, a, I think, a huge misunderstanding that elite players just don't get nervous. Like they're just some kind of tennis machine, and that's false. It's just plain false. So let's go to the six steps. And by the way, in case, if you've really been paying attention, then you've noticed that the title of this episode is Six Step Match Anxiety Cure. There is no cure. And I'm sorry if that's disappointing to you. This, this episode is not about trying to pretend that it doesn't matter to you or that you pretend that you're not nervous or trick yourself into not feeling tension or anxiety. It's going to be there. And any effort to try to try to distract yourself or trick yourself into thinking it's a different score or anything else like that is just a a band-aid solution that's not going to be sustainable. So when I feel these things, A, I know that it's a normal occurrence and it's actually kind of a, it's a good thing. And here's the, my kind of six, uh, kind of uh, my six steps I go through mentally. And I've just started to kind of re- quantify this or, or really kind of be able to explain it. Number one, and this was uh, podcast number 369. Am I nervous? Like, is this nerves that I'm feeling or am I excited? It occurred to me not, relatively recently that the biological feeling of being nervous and the feeling of being excited are virtually identical. And this isn't this isn't just like some nuance or like uh, some kind of like mental trick. When we tell ourselves we're nervous, generally that comes with a negative connotation. And tennis players tend to be very concerned by feeling nervous. In my experience, fielding all kinds of questions about mental toughness. When we're excited, there's a positive connotation of that. Like something something awesome is about to happen when we're excited. When we're excited. 
It's like something great is right around the corner and we can't wait. And I've been very kind of mindful and deliberate about when I feel those feelings inside of starting to decode them more as excitement than nerves. And then I, I don't really have to take it so, so seriously that, oh no, I'm, I'm nervous. So that's number one. And I, I'm, I'm going to stop there because basically all of podcast episode number 369 was about that topic. So that's number one. So step number two, if I'm excited, if what I'm feeling is excitement, then that means, like I said a second ago, something great is right around the corner. There's an opportunity to be had here. Whatever the challenge is I'm about to go through, on the other side of that challenge is like, I have an a incredible chance here to make some kind of breakthrough or accomplish something I've always wanted to accomplish or check something off of maybe like a bucket list or just make another step down the path of growth and improvement. I have an opportunity here. That's why I'm excited. That's step number two. Step number three, if I'm excited and it's because there's a great opportunity in front of me, then step three for me is gratitude for that opportunity. So I very, very literally, in a very real sense here, when I feel that those kind of nervous, anxious feelings, like physically feel it, I'm grateful now. Like I, I have a sense of like, I'm so, I'm so thankful that I have this opportunity in front of me. It's awesome. So few people get to experience, like most humans, day to day, just are kind of doing mundane, you know, repetitive things that they have to do. I get to do this today. Like I get to have this opportunity and to be able to grow as a, as a player, as an athlete, as a competitor. And how, how awesome is that? And so step three for me is to cultivate a feeling of gratitude for having those nervous or anxious or excited feelings. That's step number three. Step number four, after going through those first three steps, is put my attention consciously on things that I can control. This is, this is huge mentally because our attention tends to focus on things that we cannot control in a match environment where we get nervous or we have anxiety in the middle of a competitive battle. We collectively... If everybody listening just wrote down one thing in a match that we don't control, we'd probably have over a thousand different elements. And those things could be the court surface, the environment, the weather, distractions around the courts, the style of our opponents, the personality of our opponents, how good or how bad our opponent happens to be playing on this particular day, how well or how poorly we match up against that particular opponent's style or, or skills. Any number of things. They're, they're line calls. Our timing, right? Like how good or how bad you feel, like your, your timing, your spacing, like your, your tempo, like how, how good your shots are feeling. We like to think that we control that but if we did, we could just decide to have a great tempo or timing day every single day. But we, we don't actually control that. So the list goes on and on and on and on. and on. We, we don't control any of those things. 
And the more my mind is preoccupied and I, the more I give energy to things that I don't control, the worse I'm going to play and the more that nervousness is probably going to be fueled. So what do I control? It's four things and only four things. If you can think of more, please, please tell me. Number one, preparation. And if I've prepared to the best of my ability, I feel fantastic about that. Physically, mentally, uh, nutrition, hydration, practice. If I've prepared well, I, I control that. And that's a, hu- that's a huge variable. It's a huge factor. Number two, I control my focus. Meaning, what I put my mental energy on. I can, I can decide that. I can de- it doesn't mean it's going to be easy. But I can decide to put my focus on something I, I do control or I can make the choice to put all my mental energy on something I don't control. That's number two. Third thing I do control is my effort, my intensity. How much of myself am I really putting, am I really going to run for every ball until it bounces twice? Or am I going to give half of an effort because I don't feel like it today? I control that. And then fourthly, my tactics, my, my shot selections, my, my strategy, I directly control that as well. So I put my focus on those four things. And after telling, me, telling myself, okay, am I nervous or excited? I, you know, I, I, I'm really excited for this. I'm excited because I have an opportunity. That's number two, big opportunity here. If I have an opportunity, I'm super thankful for that. I'm really grateful for that. Once I've worked through that, okay, what what am I what am I what's my conscious what's my energy going towards right now? Is it things I control or things I don't control? What do I control? My preparation, my focus, my effort, my tactics. Step five is just enjoy being in this present moment. Once I've gone through the first four things on the checklist, honestly, all that's really left to do is kind of take a deep breath and just and just enjoy being in the moment. Like this is, this is like a, if I buy into all those other things, then all that's really left is just to experience this experience and be thankful for it and just enjoy it. It'll just be, enjoy being in the, in the middle of this struggle, in the middle of this battle that is playing a match. And for me, going down this checklist kind of completely jujitsu's the nervousness or the anxiety from a negative thing into a really, really positive thing. Now I've got all kinds of like positive vibes going on instead of starting at step one. Am I nervous or excited? Oh, I'm nervous. This is, oh no, I'm going to choke. I'm not, I must not be, I must not be ready for this match. I'm, I must not be a real competitor. Man, if I, if I really was a good tennis player, I wouldn't be feeling this right now. And I don't even get past step one. <laughs> as soon as I say to myself, I'm nervous, it's just negative, you know, downward spiral. Or I can start a positive cycle and say, ah, oh, I'm excited. This is great. I have an opportunity. I'm so grateful for that opportunity. Uh, let's focus my energy on what I can control, my preparation, my focus, my effort, my tactics, and then enjoyment. So that's five things. The sixth is just kind of like a, a bonus and this might resonate with you. It might not. I, I think, you know, different people have different 
perspectives and different beliefs, obviously. But the sixth one for me that I, I come back to frequently is just perspective. And when I say perspective, I mean kind of putting things in like macro, like greater view, right? Like ultimately, if I lose today in the grand, grand scheme of things, like keeping in mind the universe <laughs> and whatever uh, you you might believe about the universe and where it came from and so on and so forth, like whatever, whatever your personal beliefs are there, more than likely in the grand scheme of things, this particular competitive challenge is a relatively small thing. Now, I do not say that in the sense that like, oh, it does see, it doesn't matter. Like t- just tell yourself it's not a big deal because you're still going to feel the anxiety. This, this isn't some kind of like trick to take away the nervousness. You're still going to feel it because you're still a human. You're still in this space in kind of time space, you know, the timeline of like all of human history, like you are existing right now and you really have put in all this work. So regardless of what you believe or feel in terms of like perspective in the grand scheme of things, you're still going to feel those things. But for me, I, I just feel like that it helps continue to, to cultivate the gratitude, continue to cultivate the enjoyment in the moment. Uh, but that's just me. Maybe you won't feel that way, but that's number six for me. So really quick review. Number one, nervous or excited. Number two, I'm excited because it's an opportunity. Number three, I have gratitude for that opportunity. Number four, is my attention on what I can control? I only control preparation, focus, effort, and tactics. Number five, enjoy being in this moment. It's a special thing. And number six, perspective. In the grand scheme of things, you know, what does this really mean? That is kind of the checklist mentally that I've been going through. I've been in some very big pressure situations recently. And I found that this kind of mindset has been super, super helpful for me. I hope it's super helpful for you as well. Thank you so much for listening today. Take care and keep up the great work on your game. For more free game-improving instruction, be sure to check out EssentialTennis.com, where you'll find hundreds of video, audio, and written lessons. Also, be sure to subscribe to Essential Tennis on iTunes and YouTube, where we are the number one resource in the world, providing passionate instruction for passionate tennis players. Thank you so much for listening today. Take care, and good luck with your tennis.